you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. Grab a spoon, everybody, and dip it into a bowl of the best food talk anywhere in cyberspace or in normal space in the solar system. That's right. Welcome back to the Gumbo Show, the only show in all the world dedicated to the world's perfect food. That's right. A delicious bowl of gumbo. Joining you this week, the trio, the Haydells, the Randazzos, and the Dong Fong of Gumbo Talk, Brent Barksdale in North Texas, Dave Huganell in Northern Virginia, and me, Feynman Roberts in Southeast Louisiana. What is happening, fellas? Happy Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras. I'm worried, Feynman. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, I had king cake on Ash Wednesday. I feel like that means I'm in some sort of trouble. Me too. We had a, we had a conversation about this in my house because we still had king cake and we felt like, and it was partially, it, we had been partially eaten and we felt like it's allowed to finish the king cake, even yeah. though we're in Lent. Uh-oh. So I had a piece um, yesterday, today, and I'll have one for dinner, after dinner tonight. Well, pandemics are coming. That's all I can say. Uh-oh. Also, for those um, not from Louisiana, um, those three things you referred to were what? Those are three of the more famous king cake bakeries in and around the New Orleans area. You can't go wrong with a cake from Haydell's or from Randazzo's. Any branch of the Randazzo's, by the way, I think they all make good king cakes. And of course, Dong Fong is one of the current uh, kings of the king cake world. Sometimes hard to get those. Um, yeah, for sure. I've talked about, yeah, about so. those previous episodes. I'm sh- I'm sure we're going to upset some of our listeners that are from the New Orleans area because they, we didn't mention their favorite bakery. Just know they're all right. awesome. They're all special. Yeah. yeah. Every every king cake is good. Yeah. Uh, well, 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 hold on. So last week, my wife got picked one up from HEB in Texas. Um, so it was it was not that great unless you put it in the microwave. And then it then it was better. That's all I can say. It, it was better. Microwave awesome. well, really helped. I think that's actually a great segue, Brent, because Uh since we're talking about South Louisiana cuisine in the great state of Texas, we know you, in celebration of your, I think your 29th birthday this year, um, went and judged how many gumbo contests? Was it 12? Was it 15? What was it? But you spent your birthday weekend shuttling from gumbo contest to gumbo contest, a judging the greatest yeah. food in earth Te- on earth. Tell us what you found. So February 18th was my birthday. Um, and since I don't have a lot of friends, I didn't plan like a get together, but what I did plan was a get together for my taste buds. So <laughs> our good friend, Brett Berry, friend of the show owns a several bars. He has one in Austin, the armadillo den where he hosts a gumbo competition. He also owns one by my house in Granbury, Texas. And I said, Brett, you know, you want to do that first annual gumbo competition at your new bar, right? He's like, I do. I said, well, how about on my birthday? He said, let's do it. So the first annual uh, Warren's Backyard Gumbo Cook-Off was held on February 18th. Smart um, too, because it's firmly within gumbo season. And, it, and it's it's during Mardi Gras season. Every day yeah. is gumbo season, as we all know on this show. Uh, but anyway, so Brett had his competition at i think at three o'clock is when i was able to taste gumbo and judge and 
that gave me an opportunity to actually run to my next competition at another location at six o'clock or four or five thirty. I had to be there. So back to Warren's backyard, Brett entered the competition. Uh, it was a first annual. So he had four people that competed and Brett decided to skim the oil off the top of his gumbo this year. And he actually won the competition with a duck and sausage gumbo. Literally, he got some home cooking from the refs, I think. Yeah. Literally. Well, he gave some home cooking to the refs. Well, and then I was the some. judge. And also, uh, shout out to Bure's in Texas. It's a Cajun restaurant in Texas. They have several locations. The uh, I forget what the position was. It was somebody from Bure's provided a $100 gift certificate to the winner, but also judge <laughs> with me. So two folks from Bure's and myself were the judges. Um, they have a pretty good gumbo uh, They're in their own right, even though they're, they're a Texas company. Um, anyway, so that was cool. Brett won. He's only, I don't know if he rubbed it in, maybe not, but we can have him on the show to talk about it, but congratulations on putting on your first annual gumbo competition, Brett. So after I judged, I had to, unfortunately I had to leave and haul butt to the twilight lounge, uh, which sucked because for my birthday, I had three of my favorite musicians playing at Warren's backyard. Uh, but I had to, I had to leave. Sorry. Um, I went to the Twilight Lounge in Fort Worth for their fifth annual, I think. Famous Monica yeah. from and Monica from the Warren's uh, from uh, Twilight was on the show last week. There were there a lot of people there. They were expecting a lot of people. That event's got yeah. Big. So when I got there, uh, it's you could see all the competitors. They had nineteen, I think, showed up, uh, and maybe I'm wrong. I know they were going for twenty, but there's always somebody that backs out the last second, couldn't make it, or forgot the day, whatever it was. I think somebody forgot, had the day wrong or something. Yeah, but I think we judged 19 gumbos. And I remember when I was done judging and I went outside to maybe grab some more gumbo, it was I couldn't get to the tables because it was so packed with people. So I just left. I mean, I had my gumbo. I had 20 freaking gumbos. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was so crowded that I just had to get out of there. So congratulations to the Twilight Lounge. Um, so I Who judged won that one. Um, you know what's funny? I have no idea because we because I left. So we had um, – let me talk about this competition because it's – there's a lot to unpack. First of all, 19 gumbos, also in Texas. So it's not your – if you're in Louisiana, like we judge the competition in Louisiana, every gumbo is kind of consistent. You know, It's that chicken and sausage. It's um, – and I'm assuming even the melange category, the, the gumbos are pretty similar with the dark roux, and they all had that, you know, that taste that you think gumbo – but but this is a little different. There was two vegan gumbos, and she mentioned there would be one. But it's just I don't see how you can get that gumbo taste in a vegan gumbo. So it's kind of vinegary, and it's like I, I just don't know that I don't. I mean the the two vegan gumbos did not place. Um, there was also one that I think did place. It was more of like a like a Mexican gumbo. It had a lot of tomatoes in it. So you know when you're judging with Louisianians, I don't think it would have made the top three but i think that gumbo made a top three it was still very tasty but it wasn't like that traditional uh cajun, cajun dark roost. Mm. yeah so i know there were two that had a really good authentic taste and i think that was like one and two and then i think that mexican one snuck in there because there was a tie and somebody came in to break the tie and so they kind of so I, because that was still going on and i had to leave i don't really know who won i kind of know the top four i don't know which one got edged out but chef kuyan was there i got to I got to meet him. I think he won the People's Choice uh, Award. I think now he did. He put yeah. that on uh, social yeah. media. Now, yeah. he's bold. 
see the problem, his problem trying to win this competition was he's, it was almost his gumbo was too, he went seafood. He went alligator. Um, I think it alligator sausage. He went super seafoody, which I think might've, I think he went bold. It had a very, 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 uh, bold flavor, very tasty, but I think it kind of might've been too Cajun. Like if throw, you throw, thrown off like the, the locals a little bit. Yeah. Cause it is, it, it was, um, seafood is just a hard gumbo to, to you, to, you know, to work into a competition. So the, it was more, everything else was kind of chicken and sausage, but there was one gumbo that had imitation crab. So mm. that one did not win. I just don't know mm. how you pull that off. I mean, that one had everything. It had one of them had spam in it. Uh, it was an interesting competition. A lot of different flavors. Um, I feel like the word interesting is doing a lot of work there. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting, but it was fun. Uh, spam is interesting to me, though, because actually I, I'm going to argue that that's actually not a bad choice. That gumbo it, actually did pretty well. It might have actually placed because it had so much like, other good stuff in it. Because, you know, I, I think some folks are going to knock that, but it seems like Spam, I, I would say, arguably kind of captures the purpose of what gumbo is, which is like a mishmash of like what's left over and what's around, which I'm pretty sure is like Spam's like slogan as a company. Yeah. So we'll do. I think I might have sent y'all a picture of this gumbo, but it had everything in it, including yeah. Spam. It had crawfish. I think, Dave, had... you need to, uh, you need to like invent a recipe since you're a re, re, uh, you know, our resident recipe inventor for like a spam and hot dog gumbo. Oh wow. Because that wow. would be that would be exactly all the mishmash of everything left over. Hot dogs might be a bridge too far. I mean that's that's tough. But I will say crab, the idea of alligator dog. sausage in a in a gumbo, I, I've never seen that before. Oh um, yeah. No, he sounds, went big. He went really good. I think last year he said he went more traditional chicken sausages, but this year he went bold and big and um so uh, I'd have, was, I'd have loved to taste it. At yeah, least, no, no, you, know. you would have loved it. You would have loved it. Um, so Bud Kennedy is a local food critic in Texas, kind of uh, renowned. He was actually there judging with me, which was really cool to get to get to meet him. Um, I don't know. He may be too cool to come on the show, but I'll reach out. Um, so that was neat. Uh, that was a good experience. And then that was my Saturday, my birthday. It was great. I had a blast. And then, but when, we're not done. Well, okay. I just want to know this. So you you t you. Judge like four gumbos at the first yep. contest oh, and then wait, like 19 at the second. Right. But before that, Brett also at one o'clock had a crawfish bowl at Warren's backyard. So I had crawfish with sausage and corn and potatoes and mushrooms. So how full were you when you left Twilight Lounge? Um, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't because I knew I was going to go judge the second one at Brett's. I did have the crawfish and the crawfish boil. By the way, he makes really good crawfish. Um, so I, I, I had one full bowl of Brett's, and then I had the competition gumbo, little cups. Uh, and then, and I, there were several of those gumbos where I took barely one bite, like the two vegan ones. <laughs> so of the nineteen, I think I maybe finished two of those. Um, so most of them were just little bites, and then I had to run because I, I literally couldn't get outside. It was so packed, I couldn't even get to the booth if I wanted to. I Miss, mean, I wanted to wait in line, but I just had to head back. Cause I had some family in town. So I wasn't that bad actually. Uh, well, you, you had better restraint than I would have. Oh yeah. No, no, I've learned my lesson. Almost, down every drop. I almost died at the Louisiana competition. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I over ate, I think we had 20 something bowls, like bowls. There's a lot of day. bowls of gumbo. Yeah. And then because 
we're running out of time. Let's talk about Sunday where uh, a couple of years ago I met the Creole Cajun queen, Gail Boudreaux, because uh, she won the competition. It's the Canawin. This year was the 20th and 20th annual gumbo cook-off that they do in Dallas. KNON is a local public radio station, uh, and they do this to raise money. And they have a Mardi Gras-themed party with music and this gumbo cook-off. And Gail won again. She was hands down the best. She won She won gumbo. She won the gumbo competition. She won. She's great. I love her. She even brought pralines this time. But but this one had Jeez. more tra- – every gumbo that I tasted that day had more, was more traditional. I think there was nine, and they were all – really really good she i I mean obviously i've never tasted her gumbo because i've never made it up that way but i follow her on instagram and every single one of her posts just you know it makes me hungry i mean it doesn't take much to make me hungry a lot of things make me hungry generally like breathing makes me hungry me too but um but that stuff it just looks delicious dude i mean i don't know if i'm speaking out of turn but i gave her a perfect score all the way across the board five 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 i mean aroma five Taste five, <laughs> consistency five, aftertaste five. So it was a one out of five score. So she got a perfect score for me. Like it was, it was great. She did good. That's, that does sound great. Well, that's quite a weekend, Brent. Was it the greatest weekend of your life or the greatest weekend of your life? I think the second one. The second. Yeah. I think that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. And it was perfect. It was on your birthday. Yeah, so, it was a good birthday weekend. It was Mardi Gras. So Kano win, actually. I talked to Kane, DJ Kane over there. Um, he's like, hey, next year, maybe we need to do more promotion together to like, you know, help each other out. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll yeah, get right. somebody on maybe the show. Need to, maybe we need to fly the other gumbo show hosts up there for uh, a weekend yeah. in the Fort Worth. It was in Fort Worth. Yeah. Oh, here comes my king cake. In the a weekend. Special delivery. In, uh, somebody just brought me king cake. Wow. Um, yeah. What a life. Hey, you so need. it's it's pretty much going to be that. It depends on when Mar. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So every Mardi think, Gras is February the thirteenth. I think next year. Yeah. It's really early. So I think early. next year they're they're always going to have these three competitions on that weekend, probably. So come on down. Well, I I may be betraying my South Louisiana bona fides or bona fides, depending on how you prefer to say that. But I'd probably rather judge gumbo cookoffs than attend parades. <laughs> I know well, a lot of I, people that left New Orleans last week. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. Uh, and this is going to come uh, as a surprise to uh, Barksdale and Feynman. But I want to go ahead and throw my hat in the ring. I want to I, I want to be a part of the competition itself to cook. At, Brett, at Brett Berry's place. I've picked on him a lot oh. over the oh, years. You're going to go head to head with Brett? I, I feel like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely not going to go head to head with the Cajun queen. Like, more, like long yeah, may she show up your butt. Yeah, she will absolutely well, destroy me. But, uh, but yeah, Brett, uh, I know you're a listener. I'm coming for you. First Wait, of all, Dave, Brett's... you gotta cook. You gotta cook the gumbo balls, man. I know. I will. Oh yeah, I will. You serve her with a gumbo ball. I'm that is what I'll do. I'll show up. Okay. Okay. So Just I'm throw the balls off the parade. If you, we do have a so parade. The, yeah, the tricky part is I have to. So I'm gonna have to make two pots of gumbo. I'll have to do a pot of gumbo to make the balls with, and then I'll have like my competition gumbo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Go, we'll do that. You're going to yeah. need a lot. But that, I mean, I like the fact that Dave is just out here throwing down the gauntlet. He's just crazy. like, you I know what? Yeah. Dave, I mean, he looks tired. He's been working himself. He's had a lot of yep. professional success lately. And here <laughs> he is. He's also sold a ton of cookie dough on behalf of his kid. Yep. And now he's like, you know what? Dave conquers the world. 
Yeah. And the next step in Dave's conquering is the Brett Berry gumbo throwdown. Side note, I don't want to go down the cookie dough rabbit hole that like I've been like suffering over the last like 24 hours. But while we were doing this podcast, I sold another 2.7 pounds of cookie dough. Again, like I moved, <laughs> wow. I moved I was I saw I you texting. Volume. He yeah, moves I, units. I bought yeah, a unit units. of his cookie dough for his son Dave, and I really shipped it, I shipped it to Dave because I, I don't want it. I haven't bought it yet, but I how long what? is the sale open? Today. Dave? This is the last day. This, this is, is the last it, day. Feynman. Oh, can you put me down for a thing? You I, gotta I, buy it. You send him the link, Feynman. Oh, I mean, God. Feynman, send, send me the link. link and I'll buy yeah. some. All but, right. Uh, so uh, hold on. Last Dave thing. moves units. Yeah. He moves units. So just want to thank everybody for my great weekend. The Twilight Lounge, Brett Berry, and the Kano Inn. Great folks all around. See you next yeah, year. Yeah, thanks for being friends of the Gumbo Show and for feeding Brent, the Gumbo right. Godfather. And now I'm eating King Cake. And 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 to to Mr. Barry, when you're listening, like congratulations on your win. Savor it. You've got <laughs> one year until until I show up. Wow. In the words my... of the immortal of the immortal Ed Ogeron, we coming. <laughs> we coming. I think I was prime time now. I think, I, I, I think you enunciated that too well, Feynman. Yeah, <laughs> I, think I understood I, you. Yeah. Cookie monster. Uh, yeah, my bad. All right. Well, yeah, bring yeah, us yeah, home because we're going to run out of time here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this edition of The Gumbo Show. As always, hit us up on our social medias if you want to correct us or tell us how we can do things better, or you just want to tell us how great we are. We are on Twitter at Gumbo Show, on Instagram at Da Gumbo Show, that's D-A Gumbo Show. We're on Facebook, just look us up, The Gumbo Show. We have a website, uh, The Gumbo Show, it's gumboshow.us, so hit us up on any of those let us know what's up and until next time may your ruse be dark and your bowls be full